Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Kicking It With K Marie podcast and I am K Marie. Um, as you see, you see my new display here, I love Christmas. Those who like know me, know me, knows I love Christmas. I love it. Love everything about it. I just, you know, how people just more cheerful, they're more happier around this season. But you know, I love the lights, I love the decorations. I have my tree up already. I will pan the my computer over to my tree, but I won't do that. <laughs> but yes, I love everything Christmas. And since this being December 1st, um, the start of the official um Christmas month. Christmas season. I just want to welcome you all to the best month ever because it's my birthday month. And I want to tell you, if you know people who were born in December, you are blessed. Okay. I just want to let you know that you're blessed because we're good people. Okay. <laughs> so um, I want to um, bring on today an early center stage. You know what center stage is a segment that we have. We had different creatives come on and um, just let you know what they're doing. You know, we have artists, um, singers, um, painters, um, actors, directors, um, authors. And today is no different. We have an author today. And uh, the subject of her book is a really, really good one. And it's one that I thought was important enough to share with you all because it's a subject that we can all um, benefit from. And it will make life much more easier okay and i'm still gonna uh have a few just a couple of episodes um next week and a week after next um just like some fun christmas stuff one i'm thinking about is the age old debate is die hard a christmas movie or no and i want to get people because i i have my take and i know other people take, and we're gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to get that to happen we're gonna have a debate and see See what's what, okay? <laughs> and then after um, the third week of December, I'm going to take a little break and come back um, the first of the year. So, again, thank you for this special, tuning into the special center stage. And today's guest, I am going to introduce her right now. So, Tamara Taylor, she is a graduate of Wayne State University. She has a BS in Mechanical Engineering Technology a graduate of University of Michigan, a master's in education. She's smart, y'all. She's smart. Okay. <laughs> she is a graduate of the Rhema Bible, Bible Training Center in um, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. She is married to Will Taylor for 14 years with three tween age children, including identical twins. I know that's fun. An engineer in the automotive industry, she is an author. Again, we're going to be talking about her new her new book. Um, it's called Zoom Out, How to Forgive and Live, A Roadmap to Your Healing. 
She resides in Michigan. She's a native of Flint, Michigan. Uh, she is a conference speaker for women's youth and marriage conferences. She had a Bible school called The Word and the Spirit Bible Training Center, where she was the founder and teacher from 2004 to 2010. Uh, Tamara's ministry focus is to serve as a catalyst, empowering the body of Christ to transcend from its, its potential to its purpose by being led by the Spirit of God and applying the Word of God to their everyday lives. Ladies and gentlemen, help me introduce and welcome Tamara Taylor. Hey, Tam, how are you? Hey, good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on again. Um, you all, we've known each other. We go back from our, um, our old church. Yes. So that's where we met. And then you you moved, right? I did. Like, mm -hmm. um, I actually moved to the Detroit area to attend Wayne State University. And as soon as I graduated from Wayne State, oh, I moved yeah. to Oklahoma to go to Raymond Bible Training Center. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, upon graduating from there, I moved back to Michigan. And, um, yep, I started going uh, kind of I was back in the Michigan area again. So, yeah. 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 So it was funny because we ran into each other this past summer. Yes. Um, at in a Frankenmuth, mm -hmm. right? That's right. Yes, in Frankenmuth. And for those who like, what's Frankenmuth? Uh, Frankenmuth <laughs> is a um, like a little German mm -hmm. town in in Michigan. Mm -hmm. They have um, uh, like boat rides. That's we went on a boat ride. Mm -hmm. Um, the river boat, and I was like, Oh my god, like it's damn. So, yeah. I, like, I have it's been years since I've seen her. So, and then she told me about her book, and I, I was like, Yeah, we must definitely connect. So, awesome. um, yeah, <laughs> but I was reading your bio, I was like, Oh wow, she, I already knew you was smart. Oh, <laughs> but I'm like, Wow, okay, thank you. I wonder, do you remember? Because Jesse asked, he, he bring this up all the time. Do you remember when we did that little play skit thing? Oh, yes. <laughs> you was were, were you Mary or Martha? I, I don't know. You, we, because we were both Mary or Martha. One, we was one uh, or the other. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, I love that play. Lazarus Come Forth. Yes, it was yes. from um, Carmen. Yes, by Carmen. That's yeah. right. That's right. Actually, you know, it's funny. As a matter of fact, I did that. I, I directed. I directed it then, and I directed it again at my own church this mm. past uh, spring. I just directed it at our own church, but that and that was since that time that uh, directed it there when we were like when I was in college. Uh -huh. Been that many years, and I've just done it for the next for the what? next time this yeah this year. So it's so funny you mentioned it. It was so fun. It was fun. We had our made our own little um costume. Yes. I, I was like, I went to the Salvation Army get like a sheet because I'm very great. You know, I. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. I loved it. it like I awesome. said, Jesse still, he, he talks about it every now and then. That is so funny. He remembers. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this let us know about um, your book, Okay, uh, which can be found in um, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, um, Books a Million, and other major retailer um, websites, correct? That's correct. Yep. That's right. I, I 
miss bookstores. I used to miss um, mm -hmm. Barnes and Nobles and and the other one. I forgot what. The, um, the one that let me see. There's Barnes and Noble. There's one that I really miss, and and that's um. Oh, what's the name of that book? Right? And it's Sid and yeah, and they had a cafe in it. Yes, it's just nice to just yeah. work or just chill or talk. Yes, I miss that that whole bookstore vibe that we yes. have more more regularly. Yeah, mm -hmm. Borders. That's it, Borders. Yes. That's it. That, I miss my Borders. I do. Yes. Actually, I started writing this book at Borders. What? I did years ago. I started writing it at Borders Bookstore. Yes. Hmm. Okay, so that's a nice little segue. So, sure. um, so what what made you write this book? And um, again, when did you start? You kind of mentioned it. But sure. Yeah. So, um, well, I kind of have to introduce it by explaining like the background story. Mm -hmm. So it all started with an experience that I had, and. Um, so I'm married now and uh, with children, wonder, uh, happily married, thank God. But previously, yeah. before ever meeting my husband, I was engaged to someone else. And uh, we were planning our life together, our future. He uh, asked my father for my hand in marriage. Girl, I know that all too well. Go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you, you, can, you know where I'm coming from. Okay. Yeah. And we started, you know, we were house shopping. We were ring shopping. We were furniture shopping. We set our date and uh, we were on our way. And uh, as time went on, there were some things that I, I was starting to see. It was kind of a whirlwind type situation going on there's things some things i started to see that i was concerned about concerning marriage and so i mentioned i was like there's some things i'm concerned about kind of want to talk about and he's like he was like you know okay let me you know we'll, we'll talk about it and so uh there was one day it was his birthday and i took him out for his birthday and while we were out he said well, you said there's some things you want to talk about and I said, well, you know, it's your birthday. We'll, we'll talk about it a different day. He said, right. oh, let's talk about it. And um, so we did. So I had, I had like, I write things down. So I had took my little piece of paper out and started to just talk through some of the things that I was concerned about. And uh, by the end of the conversation, he said, you know, we're going to work through this. He said, it's going to be all right. You know, we were, as we were parting ways, um, he said, you know, it's going to be all right. We're going to work through all of this. It's going to be all right. And I said, that's right. Okay. It's going to be all right. He said, it's going to be all right. We're going to work through it. I said, okay. And so we parted ways that evening. And he said, and then I didn't hear from him for the, for the next day. Mm. Or the next day. Mm. Or the next day. I called him. Can I tell you this, Kay? He never called me back. So he just goes to To this one. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good word. Ghosted me. When I return my phone calls, nothing. And to add insult to injury, about a month later, I found out that he was engaged to somebody else. Shut up. And they were scheduled to be married within a week of the date that we were scheduled to be married. It was so devastating for me it yes. was so hard for me yeah. and I was just I was going through I was going through and in the process I I went to the Lord you know and I said Lord why am I going through this and and I was just telling the Lord I said you know 
I prayed about this, you know, and I mm -hmm. felt like he gave me peace to move forward. So mm -hmm. why did you let this happen? Why is this happening to me? You know, and as I began to petition the Lord, the Lord asked me a question. He said, um, what's the definition of maturity? I'm like, Lord, my man just left me. He's not calling me back. I, I right. said, I don't know what to do. And you asking me what the definition of maturity is right, <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> and he asked me again, what's the definition of maturity? And I was like, I don't know. It's when you're older, uh, when you're wiser. You know, I'm going through this. He said, Tamara, write this down. He said, maturity is the ability to see the big picture. Mm. He said, Tamara, you need to zoom out. And that's exactly where I got the name of my book, Zoom Out, because that came straight from heaven to me. God literally said, Tamara, you need to zoom out. And I'm like, zoom out? What do you, what do you mean? And, and, and this is over time. I kept going to the Lord like, Lord, this is whole hard. And he said, yeah. Tamara, tell me about his background. Tell me, you know, and I said, well, you know, tell me about his father. Well, his father wasn't really in his life. And he said, if he seemed like he had to, you know, usurp any responsibility, what would he do? I said he would run. As he said, Girl, he would seem ooh, like was he, you know, he's the same man. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He said, and if it seemed like the friend of the court was getting closer to make him pay, you know, I said, mm. what would he, he asked, what would he do? I said, he would run. He said, Tamara, he's doing to you what he's always seen done. He said, you need to zoom out and see the big picture. And I would, I realized I was zoomed into my own pain, zoomed into my own hurt to everything that was happening to me directly. And God was saying, I needed to zoom out and kind of see it from his perspective. Mm. It doesn't justify it, but what it does is it helps me to see and understand. And this is what I was having to learn is hurting people hurt people. Yeah. And oftentimes the people who hurt you the most are hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was there was a in this book uh, by A.D. Thompson, he made a statement which I thought was really powerful. He said, healed people heal people. Yeah. And when I heard that, I said, you know, that's even scriptural, because in Second uh, Corinthians chapter one and verse four, Paul says, he said, he said, I comfort you. I comfort you with the comfort that God has comforted me. What, what, what he's comforted me with, I'm comforting you with that same thing. And that's how, and that's it. So healed people, heal people. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the book is about. I have it right here. This, that's what the book is about. Zoom out is to teach us to zoom out, to see the big picture. Once we're, we're offended, when we're hurt by people, when things happen where we're harmed or something, we learn how to zoom out. And it changes our perspective. That's what the book is teaching us to do is to change our perspective where we're not only zoomed in to our own pain and hurt, but we zoom out and we look at it from their perspective so we can forgive them and then heal. Girl, that's that's good. Um, yeah, that's good because, you know, when we are just focused, like you mentioned, when we're just focused on our how we're feeling, how mm -hmm. that person made me feel, you know, how embarrassed, um, mm -hmm. hurt, yes. um, mad, and just all of that. So when you, I get that, so when you're zoomed into your own stuff, to mm -hmm. your own feelings, it, it, it calls inner turmoil. It does. And, you it know, does. and we know us, you know, being, you know, the church, we know that forgiveness is not just 
it's not for that person per se. It's for us. It is. Absolutely. And, and that's so that's so key because um, and that's really the, the key point. A lot of times people feel justified in their unforgiveness. They just feel justified. And, and like I said, I get it. Like, I mean, I would think I'd be driving down the street and I would think about it and I would just break down and cry. You know, I would be in my room and I would be doing something and I would think about it and I would just fall to my knees and just cry. So I, I was definitely going through it was a depression was knocking at my door, mm-hmm. trying to overtake me. Just so I was embarrassed. I was confused. I was on a lot of levels, even in, in there. And honestly, when I started writing the book, um, I actually first started preaching the message. I would minister the message. People would invite me to different churches because God gave me scriptures and everything to really help me with this. And so I was doing what Paul said. I'm comforting people with what yeah. I've been comforted with. But when I ministered it at first, I, I never said what I went through because it was I couldn't even talk about it. So I was just yeah. saying I went through something with a friend and this is what I learned. And I would minister the zoom out message. But then one day the Lord spoke to me. I was getting ready to minister this, the message. And the Lord spoke to me, said, Tamara, tell the story. I was like, what? He said, tell your story. Tell the story. And I was like, OK, you know, and I, for the first time, I actually verbalized in public, you know, what had happened to me. But what I found was it, it seemed to have a bigger impact as people were hearing that message. It helped them to fully even better understand that I'm not just telling you something that someone told me, this is something I had to walk out. But one thing that I, that, that whole process, that whole process I had to learn was, and as I was typing, writing the book, I realized that at one point I was even offended with God. Hmm. And that's something that, you know, it's touchy. It can be touchy with believers. You're like, you can't be offended with God, but I I really was. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I was offended because I said, why did you let me go through this? I prayed about this. You know mm-hmm. this is going to happen to me. Why did you Right, let me right, go? right, right. Especially, you know? Right. I, I said that too. Like, you you, you already knew what was going to happen. So why? <laughs> yes. I, right. Trust me, I've been there. Okay. And so you understand. And so, but what I had to, what I realized is this was just something that I needed to go through. This was something that this, I needed to, why? Because I had to learn how to zoom out. I had to learn how to forgive, but I also, I needed to be in position to help other people learn how to do the same. Mm-hmm. And had I not gone through this, like I did, I, I don't believe I would have captured this message to, to the level that I have and understood it, you know, but I also want to share this, that not only was it the forgiveness piece, but then there was the healing piece. Mm-hmm. So there was, it was almost a two-step process for me. First, I had to get to the place where I could even forgive. Yeah. And then to be able to pray for him. Yeah. And then Sister the K to be able to pray for him and his new wife, right? (laughs) You know, you know you saved me, right? (laughs) But then what I I liken it to a bee sting. You know, if I don't know if you've ever been stung by a bee, Mm -hmm. I have once in my leg. What I realized is once the bee left, the sting, the stinger was still in my leg. And so uh, the relationship had gone. He, the guy had gone. I forgave. Mm-hmm. What I realized is the enemy was trying to to bring me down and make me feel like everything was my fault. Mm. And he was like, you know, he was telling me, you know, had you just not said what you all your concerns, had you not, had you this, you know, he would he wouldn't have left you. 
you know, if had you just done this and he would, he would have chosen you over her, you know, all these different yeah. things. And he was just trying to tear me down and make me feel like I wasn't good enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so that was this thing that was left. And so I remember one time I was in church and I was at, I was visiting a church. Actually, I was in the back of the church and the service, the, the spirit of the Lord was just in the room and I was just worshiping God. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Tamara, how do you feel? And, and I told the Lord, I said, well, I forgave him. And, you know, I'm moving on. He said, but how do you feel? And I said, Lord, I feel like I wasn't good enough. You know, that that's why all this happened, because I wasn't good enough. And he said, Tamara, let's address that right now. And he started ministering to me. He said, you are good enough because you're mine. I made you good enough. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. And right. it, was just, it was just this process of healing and restoration. You know, it's like in Psalms 23, you know, we, we have it's a familiar scripture. You know, mm -hmm. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me to, beside the still waters. Mm -hmm. And then he says, he restores my soul. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. And your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And, and so God, he, he came in, hallelujah, and he restored my soul. Mm -hmm. He brought me because, I, you know, I was left, but I, the bee was gone, but the sting was still there. And it was holding me back, you know. But God, he took the sting out. Hallelujah. Yes. He restored <laughs> my soul. He restored my mind, will, and emotions. So I was back to that person who was confident again. And yes. I was feeling like, you know, everything was on me. And it was all my fault and things like that, you know. So God is faithful. And I'm so grateful yes, to the Lord is. for his deliverance and not leaving me in the state I was in. And I'm so grateful. Glory to God. <laughs> Girl, you about to start something. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He's a mighty God. Thank he you, Lord. Is. <laughs> he is. And then, because if somebody's watching this, you know, if, if you've gone through, you know, what we've gone through, mm. um, just know that, you know, it is, it, it gets better. Amen. It, it does. It gets Amen. better. Um, and what God, it don't have, it don't, because I'm, I'm proof. Mm, that it, it don't it, it don't take him long to, to to restore it don't take him long to heal yes. at all yes amen we have to let him do it though yeah you know uh one thing i talk about in the book is uh the man with the withered hand you know his hand and i i talk about how i know someone who has what you would term as a withered hand a hand that's not a hundred percent functional mm -hmm. but uh the the gentleman i know who who has that hand he has an outgoing personality and he always either keeps his hand in his pocket or behind his mm -hmm. back where you talk to him and his personality is so awesome that you never even pay attention to the fact that his hand has any challenges and um and then you could talk, have a whole conversation with him and walk away and you still would never know. And the man with the withered hand in the Bible, I'm sure that that's something that he probably tried to conceal as well, you know, mm -hmm. because he didn't want everybody to see that he had a challenge exactly. and things like that. And oftentimes when we have a broken heart or a challenged heart or a challenged situation, we'll try to hide it. You know what I mean? I have to tell you, Sister Kay, I, I had to, you know, I felt like I had to act like I was okay. Even mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This thing was just tearing me up. But I had to, I felt like I had to put on this face, like, 
you know, put your big girl pants on, you know, man up, so to speak, and, right. and get it together and come on, act like everything is okay. And I felt like that's what I had to do. And I did. I put on the face like I was okay, even when I wasn't. And so I concealed that part of me. I just concealed my heart. I concealed everything to try to hide it. But what I, the point that I want to make is, is in order, when, when Jesus encountered the man with the withered hand, first thing the Lord told him to do, he said, stretch out your hand. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we have to do when it comes to God. If we want him to heal our challenged heart, if he, we want him to heal it, we can't just keep concealing it and holding it back. And, and you know, we have to take it. Yes. And we have to stretch it out before him and we have to give it to the Lord. And if we give it to him, just like he healed, the Bible says he healed his hand. So it was as healed as the as the as the whole hand, you know, yeah. God will take our heart and he'll heal it like brand new in Jesus name. Thank God. Yes, he will. Thank yes, God. he will. It, it will be as though that that thing has never happened. Yes. Yes. You know, because that, that's just how he operates. Yes. You know? Thank that's you, just how Jesus. he operates. Yes. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Amen. And he'll make you even better. Yes. You know yes. Just, you're different now. You yes. know, once you've gone through something, you're not the same as you were before you went in. No. But see, the enemy would try to make you different and worse. Mm-hmm. But God is the type of God. He'll he'll take your mourning and turn it into dancing. You know, he'll take your sorrow and turn it into joy. He'll he'll change your situation around where you're at a higher level. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's almost <laughs> like, yeah, it's almost like the palm tree. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, my name is Hebrew for palm tree. Mm-hmm. And and I, I used to think I was a kid. My, my sister's name is Kendra and it means knowledge. And my brother's name is Kenneth. And it means handsome. And my name is Tamara, and it was Hebrew for palm tree. I'm like, oh man, what's what happened <laughs> my name? You know, until I learned the significance of a palm tree. One thing about a palm tree, when the storm comes, the palm tree may bend, but it never breaks. Mm. And when the palm tree is blown in the storm, as it's bending over, its roots dig deeper into the ground. So the palm tree is stronger than it was before the storm ever came. Come on now. And see, that's what God <laughs> does with us. Glory to God. When we go through our challenges, when we go through our problems, it's, it might seem like, oh, you've been through, girl. You've been through the storm and the rain. But let me tell you what. When we go through with God, God will restore us. Our our roots will dig deeper into the ground. We may bend, but we'll never break. And we'll stand up stronger than we were before the storm ever came. Thank you. Yes. And, Woo, glory. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, not, and, and you know, yes, he, he will do that. And okay, I can just use myself as an example. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, my, my listeners know what happened because, you know, I, I, I put it out there, yeah. you know, I was all happy, you know, with my situation and people, you know, they knew I was getting married and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I came back, you know, I'm like, you know, look, no, that's not about, that's not about to happen, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? And, um, you know, I was just, I didn't go into, um, extreme detail, but, mm-hmm. you know, I just let, I just let it be known. Like, you know, it, it was some things that, that, that happened and, it, you know, I, I, I didn't try to like hide it. You know, sure. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I know that this platform that I have, it's a, it's a, a lot of people can benefit from what I'm going through, and if mm-hmm. and if I can help somebody, you know, that's fine. And I, 
um, been in this situation with that same person before, you know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I was like, well, okay. And like you said, forgiveness, you know, it's like, I, I, it, it took, it took a minute to forgive him. I understand. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I do, I, I, I don't, I really, I don't wish him, I wish him the best. Amen. That's right. <laughs> you know, I, I really do. I do. That's right. Um, you know, um, but it seems like, you know, once you get from a situation, everything else is start to come to pass. Right. Like I have, man, when I tell you so many doors open in wow. my life. Glory to God. So many wow. doors open and, you know, he, he'll, he'll restore that time. Yes. He'll restore um, the things that, you you um maybe would have um may have taken you a minute to get mm-hmm. it, and it's, it's like quick expedite expedite mm-hmm. expedite and you know again somebody that's that's listening to this maybe you don't need forgiveness from someone that you um your significant uh, old significant other or yeah. an old um husband and wife or what mm-hmm. have you but it's from somebody that you trusted, you know, mm-hmm. um, or anything. Absolutely. So, uh, I know your book, it, it speaks to people of who needs forgiveness in, in any area, correct? Absolutely. In any area. And that, and see, and you, you hit on something very, very key, Kay, when you said that, you know, earlier you said that when I forgive, forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is for me, right? Because if I operate in unforgiveness, then it's stifling me and it's holding me back. And and I uh, there's a Bible story uh, between Jacob and Esau mm-hmm. and how Jacob he tricked his brother Esau. And um, and in that in that case, a lot of people would say, you know, Esau was justified to feel to be angry at Jacob because Jacob tricked him out of his birthright and he he stole from him, you know. And uh, a lot of times we feel justified in our unforgiveness. But one thing that that Esau's father told him. He said, "What about me? He stole his birthright, which is his blessing of the firstborn. Mm-hmm. And when he taught, when he took it, and um, his Esau cried to his father. He said, "Is there any blessing left for me? Is there anything left for me?" And Esau looked at him, and he told him, "He said, you are going to ser- be a servant to your brother. He said, and the heavens will be closed to you. He said, until you get tired and you forgive your brother." He said, and then you'll be free and, and, the, and, the, and the heavens will open up. And that's key because a lot of us, we feel like if I operate in unforgiveness, what do you mean I'll be a servant to them? Because his brother moved miles away and he didn't see his brother for like 20 years. How was he a slave to him? Or a servant, because you're a slave to him because they're controlling what you think, what you do and what mm-hmm. you say. Mm-hmm. Come on out. Mm-hmm. If, if a person is controlling, if they're con- dictating what I think, what I do and what I what do you mean? Well, if I'm at, at if I'm at church and I'm offended with you and you coming down this aisle, I go all the way around to the other. You know what I'm saying? You've just dictated what I think, what I do and what I say. Mm-hmm. If, if You know what I'm saying? If someone. And like you said, like early, like, you know, a family function since the holidays yeah. coming. If you fell out with somebody, your family, you're not going to yes. go to the get together, you right. know, because that person might be there. Yes, that person's there. Now you can't see Aunt, Aunt 
Auntie Auntie Ray Ray or whoever right. you, can, you can't even go see your family because right. Uncle Joe is there. Uncle Joe made me mad last year, two right. weeks, two months ago. He didn't give me my money back, so now you know I'm not even I'm not coming because I don't even want to see him. Well, now he's dictating. Mm -hmm. Think what you do. You're a servant to him, mm -hmm. right? Due to unforgiveness, and that's something that we have to remember around the holidays and, and all year long. Because and that and it not only that, but it closes doors. And you just mentioned the blessings flowing in your life. And that's a good sign that that you're you forgiven and you're you forgiven and moved on because why the heavens are open to you. You've let that person go in your heart. You've forgiven yes. them. So now you're free. Yeah. You're no longer bound by that. You're no longer a servant or a slave to that person. You're free. The heavens are open to you and the blessings are flowing in your life. Why? Because the Bible says if we don't forgive our brother then he won't forgive us right. or our sister. You see what I'm saying? He said, he said, when you're standing, he said in, in Mark 11, he's tw verse 25. He says, and when you stand praying, yeah. forgive. Yeah. If you have all against any, that your father who's in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. So if we want God to forgive us, we've got to forgive people who've offended us. That's right. Amen. And y'all, because we're not going to um, go through the whole book, because that's what right. you are supposed to do. You're supposed to go get the book. That's right. Go get your book. Get your book. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's on Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, all of your retailers. And or you can go to zoomout1.com if you want to sign copy. If you want to sign copy, go to zoomout1.com and uh, we'll ship that a signed copy out to you. We happy to do it. Yeah, man. Like we said, the, the holidays come, and if you know yes. someone who can benefit from from this, yes. um, you know, I just encourage you to purchase this book and to um, bless them with it. Amen. If it's um you, you know, you're like mm -hmm. if this if this episode and what Tamara was was speaking, if it really like just touched your heart and it, it confirmed some things, like yeah, you're right. That means you should get this book. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Get this book because there's no reason to walk around here with unforgiveness because that, that does something um, not just mentally or emotionally, but it manifests itself um, um, in the physical as yes. well. Yes. Yes. So, That's yeah. so true. People have illnesses, ulcers, and even cancers and things mm -hmm. that uh, the doctors can't explain. And it's simply because of unforgiveness. So you're absolutely right. And um, uh, one other thing I want to mention is the book is an easy read. It's not difficult to read. A lot of people say, oh, this was easy to read. And, and she's like, I needed that. So it's real simple. It's not that long, but it's really uh, it, a lot of people said that one one person told me that they said, I, I see people in life in a different light. Mm. So not only people who. So now now that I've learned how to zoom out. I zoom out with my husband. I zoom out with my children. I zoom out with my coworkers. I zoom out with the guy who cuts me off in traffic. Why? Because I say, you know what? He probably is on his way to work. And if he's late one more time, he's going to lose his job. Lord bless this man in the name of Jesus. Help him not hit anybody. Thank you, Lord, that he didn't hit right. me. Get to work on time in Jesus name. Amen. You see that? I just zoomed out instead of being mad because he almost cut me off. I zoomed out. I, I let it go. And I'm having a great day. He's not that, that, person cutting me off didn't mess up my day you see it, it changes everything it changes your life if we if everybody learns how to zoom out this world would be a better place yeah and you mentioned i know a lot of people can attest to this that are married 
mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. out in your marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a chapter called that zooming out in marriage where I talk about my own situation with my husband and uh, zooming out in marriage is okay. in here. Mm-hmm. Another chapter is called I don't get mad. I get even. Mm. So, yeah, revenge. We talk about revenge in here. Uh, talk about the therapy, the benefits of therapy. Yeah. Uh, some people want you you've gone through it and you've forgiven. But that sting, you, you're having a hard time getting that sting out. You've prayed and you're, still, you're in a state of depression or self-harm, things like that. I talk about the benefits of therapy, yeah. therapy um, uh, getting a therapist and also how uh, how they can help you. And it's not just my story in here. My story is just the backdrop, but there's multiple stories in here. Zooming out of business, uh, people I know who've gone through situations where they too had to zoom out. So you have multiple stories of multiple people in the book that you can read and connect with and benefit from. So again, like Kay said, even if it's not a relationship, like a romantic relationship or significant other, there's other situations and, and relationships that you can learn about and benefit from as well. That's awesome. That's a good one. I'm going I'm to get my copy. That's, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, um, that's really needed. Mm-hmm. And it really is for, mm-hmm. for everyone because Absolutely. we all have opportunities to, um, not forgive. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Tamara, that was so good. Thank you oh, so much. And I know, I just know mm-hmm. that I know that I know that um, what we just spoke about um, in this episode is going to hit home with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it. Thank you. It, it, yes, it, it was mm-hmm. good. It, it's good going into next next year, which mm-hmm. is next month, because today is. December 1st. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yes. Yes, so to go into the new year, just with a clean slate and, um, it's, is um, it's beneficial. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, thank you so much. Really- yeah. Thank you. I'm so happy to have this opportunity to, um, to be with you today on your show. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And everyone, you know, um, oh, Tamara, um, mm-hmm. one thing I'm, let everybody know your social media because I have it. Um, I want to have it listed in the description of this episode. But can you okay. just, for those who are listening? Yes. So it's on Tamara. It's Tamara J. Taylor official. And it's um, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, if you want to email me, you can e- email me at Tamara Taylor 22 at gmail.com. And uh, those are the ways you can reach me. Okay. Yep. Again, I will have all of that information on our um, on our social media and as well as in the description of this episode. So thank you so much. And you all know to where to find us, you know, whatever platform that you're listening to us on, I ask you that you just subscribe or follow and um, uh, share and like. Again, this is one of those um, episodes where Everybody needs to hear this. Okay. So thank you so much, everyone. Um, I am going to come back next week. Again, something, you know, um, just a little uh, Christmas, Christmas debate. I'm gonna try to get that going on. But um, (laughs) so let me ask you before we leave, Die Hard, Christmas movie or no? Uh, I would say no. I would say no. (laughs) 
See? <laughs> so to see what everybody else's response. Is. Right. <laughs> and I've gotten a mixture so far. Okay. So, yeah. so everyone, thank you again. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, let's go. Let's go. It's time to turn up your radio. Turn up the radio. Just so you just so you know. It kicking in with K. That's all I'm gonna say. You're here now.